becoming more sophisticated. Um, due to these things, um, Christians are neglecting certain gifts of God. Amen. Because in our day, there are some things you can just go, go and get them. But in our time, you have to set through the scriptures. Sometimes for some days, to be able to encounter certain um, verses. Amen. And it's also a time that, as a Christian, you can easily be deceived. You can easily become carnal. You can easily think that what is happening is normal. Sometimes things that goes on within your life, your community, you may think, oh, it's normal. Well, the world is changing and things are becoming abnormal. So it's normal. But when you read the Bible, you see that you, you begin to see something different. Amen. So tonight, I want us to um, deal with the personality of the Holy Spirit. We really, you know, many of us as believers, we don't really know the personality of the Holy Spirit. To some of us, we think the Holy Spirit is just an entity, just one entity. So when you Dealing with him, fine. But the Holy Spirit, as we're going to see from the Bible, is also known as the Spirit of the Lord. Everybody say the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord. Amen. And in a place the Bible says, the Bible referred to the Holy Spirit as the seven spirits of God. So the Holy Spirit is seven entities in one. And for you to effectively assess the giftings and the workings of the Holy Spirit, you really need to know and understand these things. And to Today, we'll dwell on this, and tomorrow, we'll go into the operational power of the Holy Spirit as we are led. Amen. Now, turn with me to Revelation, the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter... Three verse one. And unto the angel of the church in Sardis, write: These things saith he that hath the seven spirits of God, the seven what spirits of God, the seven spirits of God, and the seven stars. I know thy works, and thou hast a name that thou livest and art dead. Now in Revelation 4, 5, 
Revelation 4, 5. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. And there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. The seven spirits of God burning before the throne of God. Now the question is, are we saying that the God is seven in one? Amen. But the Bible said before the throne, the seven spirit of God is assembled before the throne. And the Bible goes on to say that these are the spirits sent to the world. Amen. Let's read the book of Isaiah. Now we're going to identify them here. We're going to identify them here. Isaiah chapter 11. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. And the spirit of what? The Lord. Number one is the spirit of the Lord. Now we are looking into the entities. The, the seven spirits of God. The first one is the spirit of the Lord. 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 Number two. The spirit of wisdom. So you see the Holy Spirit manifesting in the spirit of the Lord. And number two what? The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of wisdom. And understanding. So you can write number three. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of counsel. So number four is spirit of what? Counsel. So you see, in the oppression of the Holy Spirit... Wisdom is different from counsel. Wisdom is different from understanding. You can have wisdom, but you may not have understanding. They are different. Amen. Then the spirit of mind. Mind is the breakthrough spirit. That's where faith you know, the power gifts of praise. The spirit of what? Might. Amen. The spirit of knowledge. That's six. The spirit of what? Knowledge. And the last one. In the spirit of the fear of the Lord. All these spirits 
they carry specific anointing. They have a mandate, a job to do in the life of a, a believer. And therefore, as a child of God, what you need, you engage. They carry a specific anointing for specific work. So when you pick only one and you think you're running with it, it's good. Amen. But you are not complete. Are you with me? I say you are not what? Complete. Now let's come to Luke chapter 4. Verse 18. This is Jesus speaking and he's talking here. And Jesus said what? Now let's all, let's read it together. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. You know, so here you see the spirit, the mandate. Jesus was talking about the mandate of the spirit of the Lord. Preaching, teaching, artisan, they come under the mandate of the Spirit of the Lord. Healing. You know, so when you read through deliverance, all this comes under is the Spirit of the Lord that supplies them. So, if you are a minister, maybe you are a deliverance minister, when you pray or you preach gospel, you teach healing miracles, you are not complete. Are you with me? Amen. It's possible you may lack what? Wisdom. In your area of operation, sometimes you come to a place, you need what? Wisdom. I'll give you an example. I was... Believing God to buy our property, a circle. You know, we came there on rental basis, and now um, wanted to buy the property. But the people, the owners, said they will not sell the property to us, and they and they they said they will. They are prepared to sell it to anybody, but not to me. Amen. And God also has spoken to me that I've given you the property. So look at it here. How do you deal with it? And I believe in the power ministry. I was praying, I was binding, I was breaking and doing everything. The lawyer wrote a letter to us that we have four days to go. Amen. So I was praying in the night with my wife. 2 a.m. I had some visitors coming to my house. Obviously, they are a large family. And session of the family came and said, Man of God, we know the work you've done in the place. We want you to have the property. But we know majority of the people, they don't want you to have that property. 
So do everything that you can to get a property. So what should I do? I prayed. What I have to do is to engage the spirit of wisdom to give me wisdom. How to go about this. So I prayed for almost three days and I didn't know what to do. I was just lying down and the spirit of wisdom dropped into my spirit. Get some of your passes. Register another company. Let them go as investors and deal with them. So I called of my pastors. We did that quickly. And when they went readily, they were ready to do business. And we paid for it. And they didn't know that I was the one who bought the place. Everybody say wisdom. We know David was carrying the anointing of might. He demolished Goliath. And he never lost any war. Amen. But here David found himself in the hands of the Philistines. And the security um, agent said, Oh, this is David, the one who killed our giant. At that time, David was anointed with might. But the job to, uh, the job cannot be done by the spirit of what? Might. He needed another spirit. Another spirit of wisdom. So all of a sudden, he became like a madman. Started spitting. When they brought him before the king, the king looked at him and said, You think I don't have... You go to our street. We have a lot of mad people there. Why should you bring this mad for? Get him away. And when David left the place, he wrote a psalm. I'll bless the Lord all the time. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. I will say of the Lord, you are my shade, buckler. You know, so... You need to know when, what to engage the Holy Spirit. Jesus became unique in his ministry because he was operating with this seven spirit. Are you with me? Amen. Spirit of counsel. You can have wisdom but lack counsel. You may be operating in wisdom. Because if you think, oh, because you are good at this and that is all. No. Sometimes you need counsel. When you are dealing with some specific issues, you need what? Counsel. You need counsel to really deal with it. You need counsel. It's not everything that I'm binding. It's not everything you, are, you have to break. 
Sometimes you need counseling. Somebody needs to talk to you. You engage the Holy Spirit for the spirit of counsel. The knowledge, you know, what you don't know, you don't know. A spirit of knowledge helps us to assess the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God. And then the spirit of the fear of the Lord. The spirit of the fear of the Lord, it helps us to establish our integrity. To preserve our integrity as believers. You may do all these things, but without the fear of the Lord. Without the fear of the Lord, you can lose it. Are you with me? I took some refugees um, some from another country. And one of them was a, a nephew or a niece of the head of state of one of the countries. And later on, the lady went to Canada or U.S. Went to U.S., migrated. Then one day I received a phone call from the head of state that um, he introduced himself. He said, well, uh, my niece was in your house for almost one year. And you, you, you really, really, you and your wife, you helped. I want to show appreciation to you. He mentioned his name. He said, I'm sending some delegate to you. I was there, delegate about six, they came. And to thank me, well, he's sending $10 million to me. I should use $8 million to invest in certain properties for him. And the two, I can use it for myself. Is it not a blessing of God? <laughs> Amen. That this is where you need to engage the spirit of the fear of the Lord. That night I prayed. I said, God, what should I do? Very tempting. Because in my, I had never seen, in, at that time, I had never seen $10,000 even in my life. And here somebody is bringing. Now, what I did was, I consulted some men of God. Seeking what? Cancer. Oh, oh yeah, this is a breakthrough from God. This is a breakthrough from God. Oh, the Lord wants to reward you for your good works. Not single person said no. 
So I decided to engage the spirit of the fear of the Lord. God asked me three questions. He said, what is happening in that nation? I said, war. Do you want blood money? He said, when they come, ask them, how did they get the money? Just ask that question. And in fact, when they came again, we did the same thing. I asked the same question. Where is that money? Oh, you know, during the war, blasted this, blah, 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 blah. I said, that is blood money. I'm not taking anything. They were angry with me. They started insulting me. You will never prosper. You are dead. Amen. But what this? In a month's time, I was traveling to London. I was in first class. A man sitting by me took up the hat, looked at me, shook me. Oh, Reverend. Oh, yeah. Do you know me? Oh, yes, I know you. Then he said, Reverend, you are one of the most treasured men of God in Ghana. Don't change. And that thing hit me like, wow. I said, sir, but do you know me? I, I don't know you. Who are you? He laughed. Then he said, I'm Mr. Bentum or something. He was the national security coordinator. He said, when that, when that uh, head of state sent the delegates, my guys were around. Wow. So you know about that meeting? Oh, we picked everything. So if I had accepted the money, maybe I would not have been standing before you. Put your hands together for the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, for you as a believer to assess the power of the Holy Spirit is something that will not come automatically. It's not just because you are pious, you sit down, and then the Holy Spirit will come. You need to make a conscious effort to engage the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Just about last, uh, um, I started. Monday all night and Friday all night. And a young man walked into our service. But this evening I was just talking to him. And he said he's an arm robber. He's an arm robber. He came from Obwasi, joined a gang here. They were robbing. Some of them were getting killed. And so he decided to leave the arm robbery business and go to a lesser crime. <laughs> and do you know that lesser crime? He called it window shopping crime. I said, hey, what is window shopping? 
So, well, you know, Sana, we passed through offices and other residential place where the windows are open. We use long stick and glue. We pick. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we pick phones. We pick bags. How many of you have lost? <laughs> You've lost phones. Ah, okay. We have witnesses here. Hallelujah. And then he went into pickpocketing business. But he came to our area, that circle, and our church is there. And he said he saw my poster. He put his hands into somebody's bag. He looked up. My poster was talking to him. Hey, what you are doing is wrong. And then he said he stopped. He tried again. Everywhere he would turn, the poster was speaking to him. So he told his uh, group that no, he's not feeling fine. Because something is happening to him. That poster, said, oh, it's your mind. Don't, don't. So he left that place and went to another place to operate. And said, still, he will see the and he just walked in crying. Amen. Amen. This is the work of what? The Holy Spirit. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, as a believer, you need to walk in the Spirit. It's good to have education. It's good to get a good job. But still, you must walk in the spirit. Sometimes, when we don't have a good job, that one we are in the spirit. But as soon as we get a good job, we stop being in the spirit. Because now, we can get certain things done. When you are not married, you are in the spirit. All the time praying. But as soon as you got married and things begin to turn around very well for you, you stop walking in the spirit. That's the time you really need to walk in the spirit. Because... The Holy Spirit was given to you for you to build capacity to increase. Everybody say capacity to increase. Put your hands together for the Lord. So when you neglect the Holy Spirit, you reduce yourself. Amen. Turn with me. To Revelation. The book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse 10. I was in the Spirit on the last day. You know, here John is saying, I was in the Spirit. 
That means there are some times as a believer, you are not in the spirit. If maybe in the night, you and your husband want to have a nice time, that one, you are not in the spirit. But after, you can be in the spirit. There are certain things you need to do. You have to be in the spirit and get it done. And when you are not in the spirit, you always try to to interpret things that are happening around as a natural sequence of things. Because you are not in the spirit. And God wants you to be in the spirit. So he said, I was in the spirit. And until you are in the spirit, until you are into the things of the Holy Spirit, you'll be shut off from certain things. Now let's look at it here. I was in the spirit on the last day and heard behind me Now, in the spirit, he heard a great what? Voice. As of a trumpet. He heard. He was in the spirit. So he heard. And you must be in the spirit. So many things will turn around. As a believer, You can only assess the power of God. You can only assess the power of the Holy Spirit when you are in the Spirit. In 1987, I took about 150 people to Pram Pram for prayer retreat. And during one of the all nights, the generator got spoiled. I think the first day. And just imagine, people have come with enthusiasm to pray. And then the generator went off. Some of the pastors came and said, So pastor, what should we do? I think we should call off the meeting. We cannot hold meeting men and women under darkness. It's not nice. And I told them, let's pray. So I, we prayed. And I asked them a question. How many of you believe that God can give us a light? How many of you believe God can give us a light? You see, when you enter into the spirit, you begin to see possibilities. Things that are impossible, you begin to see that God can turn things around. But when you are in the flesh, all that you see is impossibilities. Your situation will change when you begin to enter into the spirit. Your life will become better. Challenges will melt down when you begin to enter into the spirit. When you begin to pray in the spirit, things will turn around. God will begin to show himself off. And tonight, I've come to tell you that Be in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. So I started praying. They were all looking at me. And I prayed. Why praying? I heard people screaming. 
light. It was like a moon, but it was not a moon. You look at it. Very bright light. People were screaming. People were hiding. Imagine and coming. Amen. Amen. We ran our meeting with it. Everything. You can read the Bible. When we said the benediction, the light owner took his light. The reason why sometimes you sit down, you are frustrated, is that you don't handle things in the spirit. You don't put any value on spiritual things. Oh, I, this, this issue there is my boss. Who is being difficult? It's my boss. But sometimes there are some demonic activities to frustrate you. Sometimes there is some enemy somewhere. Amen. Sometimes you think, oh, yeah, these days my husband have gone another way. I don't know what is happening. I don't know what is coming. And and then, or sometimes my wife. I mean, when I he does not even reason with me anymore. So the confusion in your house. But as soon as you enter into the spirit, you begin to see. Amen. So number one, he heard a voice. In the spirit, you can hear voices. You can hear God speaking to you. In the spirit. Amen. And number two, he heard a voice. And number two, what? Uh, Okay, now you're loving Saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book. So now he said, what you see. So when you enter into the spirit, then you begin to see things. Until you enter into the spirit. Sometimes, one of our Members came to tell me that he rented a, a facility, a house. And when he's sleeping on the bed, the bed will rise up and fall. Rise up and fall. I said, wow. Let's pray. Amen. So I went to the place. Sanctify the place and we prayed and we book and respect. Well, there's not long. The landlord came and I, are you okay here? So oh, yes, I'm okay. Are you sure you can stay here? So yes, I'm not knowing is a kind of spiritual uh, no activity that the, the man is using to. When you come, he will take two years advance and will tell you if you are you, you go, it's non refundable. It was later on we found out that more people are you come within one week you you are gone. 
So that was how he was making money out of people. So when we prayed and nothing was happening, after two weeks, the man said, you at all, I think I, you can't stay in this house here. Uh, take your money, go. Walk in the spirit. I say, walk in the spirit. I say, walk in the spirit. There are so many things that's going on around us. We can arrest it. If we enter into the spirit. So he said, I was in the spirit. I heard. Then he saw. Then he said, record. Record. I pastored in um, Ejebode. I know Ejebode, but the place I pastored is called Orenigbe. It's in Edoland. It's the second most important town after Benin City. And over there, voodoo and other things. Is there any Edo? Oredo? Any, any Edo person here? A Nigerian who is from Edo land. Amen. When you talk of juju, that's where you can really... What is in Ghana here is a joke. Amen. There was something they call witch's whip. But in the beginning English, we say winch whip. You see yourself being beaten, but you cannot see any cane. How many of you have heard some things like that? And when I went there as a pastor, the members will come, Pastor CEO, tonight, which they come whip me. Ah, how? Which? You look at their back, you see the marks of kings. And we have to enter into the spirit to deal with it. And before I left, it was a big testimony. People will come and testify that witches have stopped beating me. Put your hands together for the Lord. You need to be in the spirit. You need to be in the spirit. So that there are some things you can turn them around. Your life will become better when you start walking in the spirit. When I was a student in the Bible school, I, you know, the money I took down, you know, over there is scholarship. And I, I used my last money for offering and I had no money. Nothing on me. And among the students, Jamesa and all the rest, I didn't know anyone. I was just so I didn't know where to turn to. But one night, one day, the Archbishop preached a message. He said, from zero to four, and out of nothing, how God created the word. So, wow. You see, the word of God will open your eyes to see revelation and walk in revelation. So I took that message from zero to nine, zero to four. And I prayed that night. Throughout the night, 
Say, God, I know you brought me here. You do something. Then, in the night, I had a dream that an old man had come to me and said, Adam and sir, I've commanded the tallest man to take care of you. When you go to church on Sunday, look for the tallest man. He will supply you all your needs. So the following Sunday we went to church. You know, I would turn around, I would see somebody. I said, oh, yeah, that one, it's that man. There are another one taller will come. I said, no, 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 not that one. <laughs> and finally, when we shared grace, I saw the most tallest person. And the man is a half caste. So after the service, I approached him, greeted him. He said, oh, I'm Mr. Mike Igbo. I said, oh, I'm Pastor Mike too. Then he said, oh, I mean, uh, how are you? We started talking. Strangely, the man just received me. And we're just talking. Then before he sat in his car, he said, next weekend, can you spend the weekend with us? I said, oh, that would be very nice. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. So the following uh, weekend, Saturday, some of the students told me that a woman with a Porsche car is looking for me. So I dressed up, went down. He said, I'm Mr. Mai's wife. I'm called Mary. He asked me to pick you. So we drove on. The first stop was a supermarket. He said, mind you, anything you need, whether suit or whatever you need, pick it. I will pay. Wow. I picked some few pestilence and some few creams. <laughs> the woman herself walked in. He picked a suit. He said, would this fit you? I said, yes. He, he started picking things. And that time he spent about 700 Naira. And the Naira that time was $4 to a Naira. Went home, had a wonderful meal, and the man said, Hand for any time you have a need, come to this place. It's by what? The Spirit. So, if you don't walk in the Spirit, sometimes you get frustrated, you get worried unnecessarily. You have issues and you don't know how to handle them. Yes, you may not know. But the Spirit of God knows how to help you. And so you need to walk in the Spirit. I say walk in the Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 9. I'm going to pray with you. We are going to pray. But as it is written, 
eye has not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that loved him. How many of you love God? There are some things God has prepared for you. Some of you here, maybe you need accommodation. You don't know how you're going to pay, but God has prepared it for you. Maybe you need a new car. God has prepared it. You need a new house. God has prepared it. You want to build your own house. God has prepared it. For those who love them. But the Bible says, And I have not seen those things. No year heard it. Nor have it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for you. Amen. So all these things, how are we going to get it? Let, now let's move on. Verse 10. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. By his spirit. By his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man. Which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit. So here you see all the references are made to the spirit of Spirit. The spirit. So you are here. Maybe you want a child. You are crying. You want, you, you, you want marriage. You are crying. But God has prepared it. It will come to pass. As we are going to pray, I say it's going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass. Now in verse 14. It's a but the natural man received not the things of the Spirit of God. The natural man cannot receive them. In your natural state, you can't receive the things of I was preaching. A young lady was just crying. And I said, I called her, I said, you tourist time, you'll be in U.S. And everybody shout, Amen. I said, do you believe? She said, yes, I believe tourist time. And when we closed the service, this lady went to the altar because He wanted to enter into the spirit to receive it. After I said, you go. You know our church, next to our church, uh, there was a restaurant called Ebony. How many of you know Ebony restaurant? Yeah, at a cycle there, yeah. Four days later, we had clothes from church. And she walked into the other side of the road and met a classmate that for 17 years she has never seen. And said, hey, I've been looking for you. He started screaming. 
So two of them walked back to our church, introduced this lady. He said, well, he was playing this American Visa Lottery. So names of the classmates he just started using. And it was this lady's name he won. And he'd been here for three months looking for her. She couldn't find her. And you know in those days it wasn't difficult. So the following day, took all the documentation, went to USMB. Within five, six days, we gotten it. The lady came and said, I'm going to U.S. Within two weeks. You know, but sometimes somebody will say, oh, it's not possible. How? Unless you are in the spirit. If you are not in the spirit, you cannot receive it. And exactly two weeks, she went. Hallelujah. God can surprise you. I was using an old car. And the Spirit of God spoke to me. I saw a Benz car. I was using a Russian car, Niva. And sometimes we have to push it. My church people used to call it Ekomog. Because of the, the smoke. So just passing by Apenqua, so nice Ben's car. You see, sometimes the Holy Spirit will speak to you, but when you are not in the spirit, it's like, oh, I felt somebody saying, how many of you have had that experience before? Oh, something told me. It's the Spirit of God. Amen. So, that's where God said, do you like that car? Yes. So I went there straight away. When I got there, the sales guys came. Oh, boss. Boss. This car has been waiting for you. I said to myself, these guys are making some dangerous (laughs) confession of faith here. I said, oh, it's it's for you. Ah, the car. Boss, today you have to take this car. I sat in the car, started it, prayed, released tongues in the car. God, I'm taking it by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. When I finished and I came out, he said, boss, how do you find the car? You're taking the car home. I gave the key to the sales guy. As soon as the key touched him, he started turning around, turning around. He fell down. And one of them, there was a second one who came and said, ah, what happened? What did you do to him? So he came, tried to lift him. He also fell down. Then the boss was watching from a kiosk. He goes, ah, you know, typical account. He came. I said, no, I didn't talk to him. He tried to talk to them. He was also on the ground. Then he asked me, who are you? I said, I'm Pastor Adam. He said, take it. Take the car. Take it. Take it. Take it. 
said, how much? Take it, take it, take it. And I took the car. I came home, I told my wife I bought a new car. My wife said, oh, maybe you are dedicating it for someone. I said, it's okay, I bought it. How much did you buy? I said, I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. The things of the Spirit is so rare. It's so rare. But sometimes we just say, oh, uh, uh, something was telling me this. Something was saying this and that. But it is the Spirit. So he said, you cannot receive them with a carnal mind unless you are in the spirit. Many of you here, there are so many things God, you know, some opportunities. But because you are not in the spirit, you could not receive them. Put your hands together for the Lord. Then the Bible said, for they are foolishness unto him. They are foolishness unto him. The things of the spirit. Sometimes it's so elusive. Oh, what is this? Foolishness. Oh, it's not possible. Oh, no, no, no. This thing, I won't believe it. But it's the things of the Lord. The things of the Lord. A woman came. To me that the husband has given her one month to get pregnant. If not that, the end of 14-year-old marriage. He came crying. I said, oh, madam, go back and tell your husband that you are already pregnant. He said, pastor, you don't know my husband. He's a police officer. I can't go. I said, do you believe? Then he asked, so if my husband wants to know, why should I? I said, walk like a pregnant woman in the house. And this woman received it by faith. Hallelujah. And started. The husband looked at her with a certain eye. Who said you are pregnant? Uh, the pastor has said, can say I'm pregnant. Is he your husband? Exactly at the end of the month, he took the wife, drove into a clinic. My wife says, he's pregnant. I need a pregnancy test. He did the test. Waited out for the result. The man from the lab came and said, Sir, congratulations. Your wife is three months pregnant. <laughs> Amen. The Bible says it's foolishness to the canal man. So the man was not convinced. Went to 37. He said, This place, nobody can. Maybe you've come to bribe the people here. And the same result gave birth to a baby girl. And I remember, he's called Sergeant Abekan. I remember when 
he brought the child for dedication. He said, also for my power, me. The things of the spirit, you can only receive them by the spirit. Put your hands together for the Lord. Uh, Reverend know this, and 2014, I went to U.S. without U.S. visa. Oh, it's my book. Tomorrow I'll bring some of the book here. You can read it. No. Yeah, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I got to the airport. I forgot to renew, I renew my visa, got to the airport, and... When I got there, then I realized my visa had expired. So my wife asked, you can't go. I said, I'll go. You said, just hearing the voice of the Spirit. And you know, this day they do primary checks. They did it, waved me on. Got to UK, waved me on. Then I got to, landed at Baltimore. When you come to my office, I've enlarged the visa in a big frame there. The guy swapped my passport. Swap it. Several times. He said, you don't have a visa. I said, I have a visa. Where is it? It's there. And I was looking somewhere. He swapped. He turned the computer to me and you could read all the details. Yes, sir. This is 21st century. You can't come to America without a visa. I said, I have a visa. Do you have a attorney? I said, no. So, he filled a blue form and asked me to go and wait in a certain room. Three guys came. Why is it that you decided to break U.S. law and come to U.S. without a visa? I said, sir, I have a visa. You don't have a visa. We're going to send you away. He took my ticket, started filling a form. Then this song, you see, that's why we need spiritual songs. This song, Mi wo nya mi, O tum fo wa weni, no ka nya mi. O tni nensa, wamakundini nemu, wamata. Oh, God Almighty. We praise you forever. Yeah. So I was singing and smiling. So the guy looked at me and said, 
I'm about to repatriate you and you are not worried. Then I saw one young man coming with a fax. He brought the fax and put it before the officer. The officer looked at him and he jumped. How? This guy decided to break U.S. law and he wanted to reward him with a diplomatic visa. I have traveled all these years. I have never traveled on diplomatic visa. The day I decided to break the rules. Amen. He was so agitated. You know Americans are very patriotic. Then he said, Okay, I've been asked to issue you waiver visa, which is diplomatic visa. But you have to pay $580 cash. Do you have it? I said, no. How much do you have? I said, I have only 200 Oh, okay. So he continued. And there was a second fax. Tomorrow I'll come and show you that it's used. That one is written boldly. The only thing on that fax, wave off the fees. Now the guy was broken. So you mean U.S. taxpayers are going to pay? I just stood a little. They all became my friends. One said, "I've worked here 26 years. I haven't seen anything like this." You see, God is real. I said, God is real. Tonight we're going to lift up our voice. Our time is almost up. You know, he said, they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know because they are spiritually discerned. You can see them spiritually. Some of you, it's only things you can see with your eyes. But I want you to know what and I have not seen what has not entered into the year. That is what God. Just be on your feet. Lift up your hands. Pray. Nyami to One more time, me wo nyami, me wo nyami. Oh, to for when he no one. 
says, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2, it says, if any man speaks in tongues or unknown tongues, he speaks not to men but unto God. And the Bible says, he speaks mysteries. Your tongues is a way of assessing mysteries of God. Pray this prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight, 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 I come before you. I take a stand to walk in the Spirit, to speak in the Spirit, to hear in the Spirit, to receive in the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, turn my situation around. Turn my life around. Turn my business around. Turn my marriage around. Turn my job around in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and pray. Clap your hands and pray. In Jesus' name, Amen. Now we pray in the second prayer that Lord open my eyes to behold the things in the Spirit. Holy Spirit, open my eyes. Now pray, Lord, 
Open my eyes to behold wondrous things out of your word. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. Open my eyes to behold wondrous things out of your word. Clap your hands and pray. Lord, she open your eyes. The Spirit of God, she open your eyes. She open your eyes. She open your eyes. She open your eyes. The Holy Ghost, she open your eyes. She open your eyes for you to behold wondrous things. 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 Out of the law. Out of his word, out of the word, out of the word. Tarabashakataya, Rebasakata, Rabasakataya, Ramasataye, Rebabare Mama, Rakataya Rababa, Rebabare Baba, Rakatandari, Rasatanda, Mosatandori Alababa, Holy Ghost Power, Holy Ghost Anointed, Holy Ghost Power, Holy Ghost Anointed. Holy Ghost power, Holy Ghost anointing, Holy Ghost power. Karabasakata, Rebasatanda. We're praying our last but one prayer. The Lord, the Word of God says in Psalm 81, verse 10, it says, Open wild your mouth, and I will fill thee. And how can you open? Wild your mouth. You know, and, and it goes on to say, my people will not open. You can only open wild your mouth if you believe and you walk in the spirit. Because some of the things that you are opening your mouth against, it, it looks impossible. But when you open it, God will do what? It's God who will do the failing. Turn to somebody and say, It's not you who will fail him. It's God. So we speak because God offends the things we say. And so some of us have become dumb Christians. Nigerians will say, Mumu. And so you don't speak out, you don't declare things, you don't speak out. Listen to me before we pray this prayer. I was traveling from uh, Lagos to Benin City and we're being chased by armed robbers. We got to a place called Ibadan Express Highway and armed robbers were chasing us. They were waving to our driver to stop. 
If not, he said, if not, he will, they will blow off our head. Now, they came closer. I was sitting at the back seat with an old man. We were 11 in uh, Peugeot Estate uh, Caravan. And they were in the salon, Peugeot. I could remember their number. SO Sister Sister S. It's supposed to be Sokoto number. Painted light blue. Then they came close and they were shooting. So, everybody was, people were calling the names of their gods. Not a joke, oh, somewhere. So, the old man that I was occupying the back seat with, he looked, I was quiet because to me, Ghanaian, it was like a drama. Then the old man said, Hey, my friend, you know, go call your God. Everybody they call in God. You know go call your God. And I started speaking in tongues, stretch my hands. And I was, you see, when you don't open your mouth, God cannot work for you. While I was speaking, all of a sudden, there are two times, busted. They are two times busted. And we could hear them cursing us. You people, you know, could die better. Look at that. Amen. So we came to a police barrier. And when we came there, everybody wanted to tell the police what happened. And then the old man came. He told the police, thank God for this man who he got some gun in his hands. He shoot them. Gua! 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 Man, the police said, Why the gun? I said, Please, I didn't have a gun. So shut up, bring the gun. They said, Through all my back. So the officer looked at, and uh, your hand began. I said, I was just pointing my eyes. I was just praying. You see, when we speak, God works. Open wide your mouth. There are some things you have to curse. There are some things you have to declare. The Bible says in Job 22, 28, it said, you shall declare a thing or decree a thing and it shall be established. So when some things are going around, speak. Don't just watch on. Say, Lord, tonight I decree and declare according to your word. And I command in the name of Jesus for things to be silent. For your power to work in my life. Let that be evident. According to what I say. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and pray.
Everybody lift up your hands. I'm praying this prayer. A prayer of faith. Receive it wherever you are. Father, we pray lifting up your people before you. You are awesome God. Great and mighty God. We speak healing to the lives of those who need healing. We speak deliverance to the lives of those who need deliverance. We make the prophetic declaration upon the life of those who have come to their dead end. Let there be a breakthrough for them. Tonight, receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. May God Almighty bring you to your breakthrough hour. Receive it now. 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 Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Please be seated. Sorry I've taken out of your time. Tomorrow we're going to go into the operation. And tomorrow as I'm led, maybe I can do deliverance or prophetic ministration to individuals. Amen. But before I sit down, I want to give you an opportunity to sow a 24-hour seed. I said what? The Bible says in Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20, Believe in God and you 